Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. If you're remodeling or building a new home, you don't want to miss these podcasts. We share information about every component of your home. You'll learn about the appliances, cabinets, paint, flooring, lighting. Yes, we cover it all. Well, today is January 5th, 2022. Oh my God, I can't believe how time is flying by. And our special guest, as I mentioned in my review of 2021, is Jim Funk. You know how much fun we have when Jim is our guest. Hey, thanks for stopping by, Jim. Hi, Nancy. <laughs> it's almost the new year. It is the new year. It's January oh 5th. I guess you slept through it, huh? <laughs> we won't say anything else about that. Well, you know what, Jim? Um since we're just in the fifth day of 2022, we're going to talk about what is out so that people don't make any mistakes. Although, how many times have we said, if you like it and it's your house, do it. You don't have to follow anybody else's advice if you insist on uh, putting it in your house. Your house, don't worry about it. But the first thing that I want to talk about, because I have perused far and wide on what designers are saying is in and out. And so the first thing we're going to talk about is an open concept. They're saying that it's out for 2022. I disagree. What do you think? I disagree. I think it's here forever, the open concept. Um, but I kind of get where they're going with it because I'm seeing... You know, I think because everybody's been working from home for so long, they're wanting a little bit of privacy. So I think people are kind of liking a mixed bag of open concept and non-open concept rooms. I agree with you. But isn't that like common sense? Why say the open concept? Yeah. Why say the open concept is out when most people are finding that they need a home office and it's not going to be in the middle of a family room unless they live alone, right? Yeah. When you live alone, you know, you've got so much options, you know, you could have the whole house. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, think of these poor couples that actually work together and Mm -hmm. both have to work from home. Or they have kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know for one, I have always worked from home and I did have a bedroom that I turned into a, an office and it had a door because my kids would come home from school going, Hey mom. And so I had to train them to walk in the house quietly. And so I can see that. Uh, So I am for keeping an open concept for family room area, dining room, kitchen, living area. But of course, the closed concept, the compartmentalized rooms for bedrooms, music rooms, and office. And just a little ditty on that. There was a house I did a few years ago. This was smart. The the husband was a lawyer, so he did his his home. When they built this house, they put the, his office at the front of the home, right off the foyer, so he could even have some of his clients come. And then they had this long art gallery hallway we did that went to the rest of the house. So the dad was pretty separated. And then every other part of the rest of the house, not the bedrooms, obviously, and the bathrooms, but was open concept. So that's where you kind of have both worlds. Yeah, like I said, you just keep the small area compartmentalized for the necessary privacy of what you're doing. Um, 
I used to go to a chiropractor, and he had his his yeah office was in his house, and of course that would be closed areas, and then you'd walk into the rest of his house, and it was open. So whatever meets your lifestyle, right? Exactly. You got to think about it, especially if you're building. Got to think about those things. So lifestyle is one of the most important things that you have to think about when you're remodeling or building. So they're saying that cheap replicas are out. Um, I think still, especially if you have contemporary uh, uh, designs in your house, you can always use a vintage piece. Now, if it's a good replica, nobody's going to know, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, nobody's going to know if it's really, really spot on. But... Yeah, who's going to open up the drawer and say, oh, I can tell this wasn't made 50 years ago or 100 years ago. <laughs> yeah. But also what I like, and keep the idea of cheap replicas, paint them and infiltrate them into your design because painted old furniture is in. So here we're saying 2022, don't get cheap replicas, but get cheap replicas and paint them. And then you'll be in. Did I say exactly. that right? Yeah, I think you did. I mean, and let's face it, not everybody can afford the original, you know, piece. So if the cheap replica is good and it's in your budget, do it. You know, if you know, that's your look and you want If something. you like um, vintage furniture, can you imagine living in Buckingham Palace? Oh, boy. Boy, I'd like to do that over. <laughs> Me too. She's got too much there. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk about shiplap, which we've brought up through the year? I think we've brought that up several times in 2020 and 2021. We're shiplapped out, Nancy. We're shiplapped <laughs> Some people aren't, though. Some people are not. Well, it has its place. We were talking about this before. Where would you put shiplap besides the garbage? Where would you put it? I'm sorry. I, I'm not a shiplap person. Um, I mean, honestly, I think a shiplap, but I want to put it in a restaurant on the coast. Like, you know, a nautical thing. I mean, I just, I'm not into the shiplap. I know people are, I, but... I don't know. I, I can't get into it. I don't even really want to do it for clients, to be honest with you. So, um, so when you have a client and they want shiplap, you say, well, do it yourself and call me back when you're finished. No, no. I try to give them a healthy alternative. Um, no, it's just, I can't, that I will do many things, but I can't get with the shiplap. Leave that for Joanna Gaines. Okay. <laughs> so Please everybody listening to us knows that we're glad that shiplap is out for 2022 and hopefully for the next couple of years. Well, you know, what's in monogram appliances, monograms, intelligent appliances are built to enhance your kitchen cuisine and beyond experience, peace of mind convenience and an optimized performance with a smart um, HQ app, which elevates the way you interact with your home and appliances by allowing you to do things like preheating your oven from your phone and checking how much time remains on your dishwashing cycle. This is going to be another podcast, but the smart appliances definitely are not going anywhere. If anything, we're going to get more and more of them. So go to monogram.com to learn more 
or visit your local showroom to see these appliances in person. That certainly helps. And I do have to throw in my comment every time I talk about appliances. Don't wait till the last minute to order because of the problems we're having with um, all of this shipping, all of the deliveries, the trucking. We are uh, we're having problems with everything, whether it's wood for building homes, carpeting, fabric, furniture, everything. So don't make a decision. Don't wait till the last minute. Which brings us to something that the designers are saying is out, the all-white kitchen. Um, no. <laughs> I say no because white is a neutral. White, white is timeless. White is timeless. And there's mm -hmm. so many very, you know, varied shades of whites out there. There's so many different whites. Um, that I just, no. And I'm not seeing that myself. I, I do see people doing fun things and adding color, but um, you know, we've so also personal. talked about that for for many times that we've been doing podcasts. We talk yeah. about the white kitchen is timeless, but certainly you can add color. You don't yeah. want it to look like an operating room. Right. Occasionally I'll watch a movie where they've done the bedroom in white and it looks like, oh, they're in heaven. It's clouds and everything is pure <laughs> white. And that's not going to last. But we've talked about bringing color into an all white kitchen for years. I don't know why these people start out with, okay, the all-white kitchen is out. It's not out. It's a good background for your favorite color. This year, you know what the color of the year is? Well, there's there's umpteen colors of the year this year. Yeah. Every year, they, it's not just one. But the big color I'm seeing is the greens and the blues. Now, a white kitchen with those accessories, it'll be gorgeous. It will. It will. No, I like whites, especially warm whites myself. So, mm -hmm. but I'm a traditionalist. Now, <laughs> so. now, I have a comment about the next thing that they're saying is out the all gray interiors. Jim, when was the last time you saw an all gray interior? I've never seen an entirely all gray interior. Like, even if I saw furniture and walls that were gray, it was always accented by some wood or some act like metal, like gold or, you know, silver. Um, the, I mean, I just, I, I mean, not saying someone doesn't have it somewhere, but I, never really seen it completely gray on gray on gray on gray. Well, it starts to look like a black and white picture. Yeah. But as we were talking about, if you're not a brown person, your option would be white or gray as your background. Yes. Uh, there's there's no doubt about it. Gray has fit into a lot of people's lifestyles. I like gray. I don't like brown. We talked about that before. So what are the choices? Paint your walls white or paint them gray or have white walls and bring in the grays and the reds and the yellows and the blacks. Um, whether it's gray or brown, it gives you a lot of options. So to say that an all-gray interior has no personality and it's, it's out, I don't know anybody who has an all-gray interior. Yeah, they have to be careful with their words because people get confused, you know, when they're reading this and writing, which is why I'm glad we're doing this podcast. Well, and again, there's a million shades of gray, 50 shades of gray. You know, there's a yeah. million shades of gray. Well, so they said like last white. year it was going to be the year of color because don't forget, 
we started 2021 thinking, oh, we're done with the pandemic. It's We had to stay in our house. It got boring. People got depressed. 2021 was just as bad. And so they were saying, bring in color to your house. Of course, now we're in 2022. We still have the pandemic. Hopefully, we're not going to go through the whole Greek alphabet. And I'm predicting that we will be done with this by the last quarter of 2022. In the meantime, have a happy life. Bring color into your house. Mm -hmm. If you want gray or if you want red, pink, green, you know, don't forget, it's your house. That's right. Do what makes you happy. Yeah. Well, they're saying that the tiny home office is out. Now, that's obvious, but obviously this, meant to be obvious, this designer wanted to get her name in this article, so she brings up the obvious. Who has a tiny little home office that's as big as a guest closet? This is only a person that has a tiny house. You know, maybe well, she just a, wanted to say something. Yes. Or like someone who is maybe a single person living in New York City, you know, in a studio, you know, in a small apartment or a studio where they have to have their desk incorporated into their apartment, into the wall or a closet. Um, that's the only people I see with a minuscule home office. And that's out of necessity. Yes. I've seen people work out of a laptop and they have nothing else. Well, for Pete's sake, they can put it on their lap and watch TV. I can't do that. I need to spread out and have a bunch of space. But um, if you're going to go with a home office, think ahead. Think of your lifestyle. Think of how you work. I happen to be a visual person, so I have to have everything out so I can see it. And, of course, if I was ever in a closet, I could just shoot myself. Forget it. I wouldn't. It wouldn't work. <laughs> staring at I can't stare at a wall. That's what I, I know, can't do. I know. I, I, it's like I have to be able to look around <laughs> or look out a window. Yeah. Yeah. They're saying another item that's out is the mosaic tiles. And I, I got to say, I have to agree with them. We're done with that, right? I, I mean, if you're talking, you know, 2000s n- mosaic, yes. Real mosaic, like from Morocco or, you know, a look like that to me never goes out. Oh, um, or what about the Sistine Chapel or... Yes, know, I mean, timeless no, there. Nobody's going to walk into someplace in Italy and say, and their, their floors are done with mosaics. Nobody's going to say, you know, this is out, we have to rip them out. I'm no, about that. But we, cheap early 2000s, yeah. <laughs> I agree. So what's particularly out is using those little mosaics as a strip in your tub surround or in your shower. Get rid of that idea. That's gone. So I do yeah. agree with them. Yeah, um, I do. So another one now I disagree with this. This person decided to say that waterfall kitchen islands Yes, they're in. But to bring the countertop down to the floor on the sides is out. No, don't do that. Don't listen to this person. Do the waterfall. I love that look. I love that look, too. It's not going anywhere. Matter of fact, I'm working on a project, and they're going to do it, too. It, you know, it just, it makes a place more transitional contemporary. So it's a great way if it's in a person's budget, because it's not the cheapest thing to do, um, a waterfall island. But if you want to quickly make something more transitional contemporary that maybe was dated, that's what I did in a, on a project. They had one of those islands that was like 
I had the bump up bar mm-hmm. and the island bar was lower. That was the first thing I looked at when I walked in that project and said, no, we're getting rid of this. We're going to do a waterfall. My God, how that opened up that kitchen so much. It, I mean, the co- homeowners couldn't believe it. They were like, I can't believe how different this kitchen looked. Yeah. Just it, from it's that. not on our list, but you brought up the two-level or multi-level island, and that's definitely out. Um, maybe yeah. 30 years ago and then about 25 years ago, people were thinking, oh, I like that high bar. So you're countertop your work countertop is 36 inches off the floor and then they would go with this 42 inch piece of countertop that had to be supported by corbels walls whatever and of course you needed the higher bar stools which i couldn't get on and i've been in houses (laughs) where the builder thought let's make it a little higher and so they've got this wall coming up with a countertop at 45 inches so it comes right under my chin, practically. And people have said, where do I get a bar stool for this? You don't. You need a ladder. Yeah, especially. So that is out. And also, when I bought my house many years ago, we had that drop-down, they called it a lunch bar. So you have your 36-inch countertop, and then it drops down to 30 inches, and they would have a piece of countertop there, which there are some houses I walk in, they still have it. That is totally out. I don't know. Some of these builders got these ideas, and, of course, it's stuck. And that's the problem. No designer maybe, you know, was involved. Or maybe there was a designer involved. But, uh, no, you know, I it kind of ties this subject with the open concept, too, because when as soon as you get rid of those old-fashioned islands and you do a waterfall or just a simple one-level island, boy, does that open up a space. Oh, definitely. So talking about opening up space, I want to talk about Studio 41. Studio 41 is a complete solution for any kitchen or bathroom design project. And I use them a lot. I go in there, have my clients pick out um, all of their fixtures for their plumbing, their kitchen, their bath. And um, I also have them pick out They have the best selection of hardware for their cabinets. They provide everything you need for your project, from complimentary design service to the best quality products and innovations available in the industry today. Now, it's the complimentary design services when I'm not involved, because obviously I'm the designer on that project. They have hundreds of top brands across plumbing fixtures, cabinetry, and decorative hardware, like I said before. Showrooms in Illinois also offer tile and windows. Here in Scottsdale, that's the the store that I use, they don't offer the tile and windows, and this is their flagship for Arizona. Otherwise, they have 14 stores in Illinois. But you can still go on their their, uh, website and order um, off that, and then they deliver. Their talented team will work with you through every step of your home design project to ensure that your dreams become a reality. So if you have any... If you need any more information, you can go to shopstudio41.com. You can get a list of their showroom locations. You won't be sorry you did. I love that place. Okay, guess what we're going to talk about now, Jim? I can't wait. Now we talked, we talked about before what is out for 2022. And now, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably going, so what's in? Well, we've got it for you. So don't be surprised about this, but according to House, 
the waterfall edge is in. How's that for contradiction? Boom. We were right. <laughs> I know. I know. It's all according to where you read, what you read, and who is the author of this. You can hold one item, and it's going to be in and out at the same time. So True. you have to decide what you like. So we talked. Also, coast to coast, it's different too. Yeah. Now, now, Howes also said that a lot of people are using the same material on their countertop and bring it up to their backsplash. Oh my God! I remember in uh, I guess it was the '60s, they used to do that with the formica laminate. They would bring it all the way up. It was gross. <laughs> and then we started doing it with the Corian, and people would go with white Corian and spend all this money and put it on the backsplash, and it looked like paint, painted white. So if you're yeah. going to do something, make sure there's a pattern to it. And, of course, when granite got popular, occasionally people would then spend the extra money, and they'd get that small particulate granite and bring it up the backsplash again. Um that's for people who can't decide what kind of backsplash to use. That's because they didn't ask me or you. Well, remember that whole time with the granite going off? Yeah. It was so spotty, you yeah. know, <laughs> remember? Oh, Too busy, yeah, and it was always browns. Well, I have to agree with them bringing up one item, and that would be Carrera. I love the look of Carrera on the countertop and bringing it up the wall. Now, what's in that's been in since, well, the last year or two, which is going to be in for the next, I don't know how long, less wall cabinets. And by using less wall cabinets, you're able to use more backsplash. And so by having a full wall of Carrera um, with a hood in front of it, so that's your backdrop, it's beautiful. So it is gorgeous. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to say don't bring up the backsplash in the same material as your countertop, but be aware of what it's going to look like before you spend all that money. And if you stick to Carrera or something very simple, it's going to look better. And let's face it, that stone, especially Carrera all the way up the wall, gorgeous, but or up the backsplash, but it's not in everybody's budget. So if it's not in your budget, there's so many beautiful tiles out there. You can, you know, so many beautiful tile shops, especially where we're at here in the Phoenix area, um, you know, have fun with that. Yeah. Well, you can get the Carrera look in a porcelain tile. It could be 12 by 24. You can even get it in 30 by 30. That's huge. And you huge. can get it in 24 by 48, depending on the size of your wall. But as you said, Jim, use the Carrera on the backsplash, and then you can go with a engineered stone. Try not to mix Carreras in porcelain and the real marble, because it's just not going to look right. No. Um, but And if you're doing the little to no upper cabinets, uh, I'd recommend you have a really big pantry. <laughs> because yeah. if you like to cook, you need somewhere to put. Or you know, you can you can do a lot of storage in base cabinets, but that's yeah. that's another podcast. Joe, yes, <laughs> we should do that one. <laughs> um, so what I'm using instead of mosaics on the backsplash is, like I said, the the large tiles, the twelve by twenty fours. That would be typical. I don't go too much smaller than that. So here's something that I found that's in for 2022. Cozy rounded furniture. Does yeah. that mean we have to get rid of all our furniture and go with cozy round? No. 
I mean, I like the cozy round, but, and I'm seeing it, and it is fluffy and nice and cozy because we all got used to our homes, <laughs> but you don't have to get rid of everything. No, but if you're going to go buy new furniture, you could get cozy and round. But this is because people are staying home more, and they're actually becoming one with their house. Yes, homebodies. Yeah. Should we throw in the fact that, you know, we're, we go with cozy, but when you go to the supermarket, could you get rid of those cozy pajamas and those fluffy slippers and put some <laughs> real clothes on? I just had to throw that in. Jeff. You had to throw. I know you did. <laughs> I was trying to get her to refrain for a moment. No, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. We, we, you, yeah, you got to get out of the cozy when you're in public, but that's yeah. a whole other podcast too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can put in one piece too. Like if you're not redoing all your furniture, get a fabulous cozy chair or a loveseat would be good with soft fabric rounded uh, corners uh, you know a yeah. nice comfortable maybe throw in some loose pillows a design team that does it really well is um, Nate Berkus and Jeremiah Brent I'll give them a plug they do that really well they'll mix in a cozy piece with okay. some kind of more formal uh, or transition maybe they should be on this podcast and they're they're good looking, so but too bad uh, nobody could see what they're like. I was going to say, who's going to no. say? <laughs> but you and I could talk to them. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We could be talking to them. They're adorable. Yeah. Now, what about warm minimalism? You want to explain that? That's an oxymoron, I guess. Uh, yeah, it is kind of a well. Okay, so warm. We're talking warm things warm colors warm textures which would be your soft textures warm paint colors maybe warm floor um stones in warm in color swarm so in texture but minimalism you know that means it's not going to be cluttery you're not going to have like too many knickknacks and tchotchkes and too much furniture. You're going to have less furniture with minimalism. So it's combining those two things, the warmth in textures and colors, and and then you're not having tons of furniture. It's not like the old Victorian mansion, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, people are either getting away from them, um, the clutter I think they're going with more of a, I want to say quasi-minimalistic look. But then there are people who still like the idea of being surrounded by all their tchotchkes. And you know, I think that is such a nationwide thing. Because I try, because living here in the Southwest now, it's like you could get stuck just looking at what the Southwest and the West is doing. But I'll purposely watch shows to say, okay, what are they doing in New York? What are they doing and you know, over here, or what are they doing in the South? Yeah. Because it does vary by the area. And I think it's also because of the elements, you know, we know here in Arizona, it gets so dusty. We're in a desert. So you dust and five minutes later, there's dust again, you know, so people don't want a lot of tchotchkes because they don't have time to dust it. Their cleaning lady doesn't have time to dust yeah, all that. You that's know? true. Well, back East, I, cause that's where I'm from and you're from Chicago. And when the people don't um, transition to a new state and they stay where they were brought up, yeah. the, they're going to inherit all of those little knickknacks from their family. Yes. And so they're the ones who are really 
they're growing up with it, so they're not thinking of getting rid of it. It means too much to them. So there are ways to show your tchotchkes without making the room look cluttery. I would suggest maybe getting the help of a designer where they can group the things together and not make it look so crowded. Yes, I've definitely had that challenge in my design career. I'm sure you have too. Yeah. And well, one of my best friends is this. And what is that, Jen? It is Nobody a can chandel- see that. chandelier cleaner. Oh, good. It, because it also cleans the mirrors and it can clean your knickknacks. But those of us who have crystal chandeliers that we've had to you know, move with because they're antiques. <laughs> you just threw in a, a commercial that I wasn't uh, privy to here. Okay. <laughs> it was sitting on my desk. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I have to share this because a lot of people ask me about this. Okay. Mark that down, you people. spray it and it all drips off. It's well, awful. another thing that's coming in as a popular item for 2022 is something that you're going to talk about, Jem, lighting. Yeah, well, lighting's huge. I'm so thankful because it's one of my loves um, because people always look up before they ever look down. But it has to do, I think lighting's becoming more popular because people have been home here we go again with the Ben home working, but people are starting to look up and they're going, Oh my gosh, that's such an ugly fan. That's such an ugly chandelier and they're home and they want it to look pretty. They want their space to look pretty. And again, the lighting also emits a certain color tone. So if you're working from home and you like warm and cozy and your lights emitting a blue light because you know maybe when leds first came out the husband ran out to the store and grabbed the bluer tint of kelvin temperature which we've talked about before in past podcasts and then you're feeling depressed all of a sudden because you like warm and cozy but your light's emitting blue you know so little tweaks actual changing the lighting because it's going to make you happier if you're looking at a light that you enjoy that's the first thing the second thing is also the light color temperature so whether you're still using incandescent bulbs or you went to led if you like warm you're going to want to change your lighting bulbs to be warm if you like cool which there are some people who do they want more blue light emitting you're going to want to change to a bluer um and there's we can do a whole podcast probably just on light bulbs because, oh, we did we have <laughs> did we <laughs> yes uh, because it there's so much out there but mm-hmm. you know that's something that's changing the industry also just the design of lighting you know i'm seeing a mixed bag of traditional making a comeback oh, transitional yes. and also contemporary it's and anything goes period with lighting i just did a whole house of crystal chandeliers here in arizona <laughs> so, and you probably talked to her about the cleaner yes um, so, you know i did <laughs> we'll probably do a podcast about lighting which we've done last year and we'll do yes. it again this year but right now we're almost finished with our list Um, Do you want to talk about rugs? Yeah, let's talk about rugs because I think they're so important also. Um, 
rugs, you know, I do realize some people can't have rugs. You may have someone in the home, you don't want to fall and trip. But if you can have rugs, well, some reason, sometimes it's because of a pet. I understand that. (laughs) But you need to add color. Um, Rugs are a great way. You want to add warmth. Rugs are a great way to do that, an area rug. Um, So... And they cut, you know, so many different sizes. We were talking before about putting them in a kitchen. Yeah, you can get a beautiful runner for a kitchen, whether it's a contemporary or traditional or even minimalistic or farmhouse or any other um, look that you have. You'll find a rug to go with it. I, I could not have to find rugs for a client and I probably went through 2,000. You can just sit in front of your computer and go through all those um, selections of rugs from different sizes and different patterns and different textures and different materials. Great, great way to finish off the design of your home. And some of the brands will just throw it out there. Sometimes they will send a sample, like a smaller piece, not always, but the finer brands will do that. Um, you know, that not the high, high end, but the in-between. Well, the high, high end I've experienced, they will bring the rug to your home and lay it out and see how it looks in the, in the room. And then you have that choice whether to keep it or not. So there, you're not stuck with it. And I have a client who had a good idea. She ordered from a store online, the little rugs, the smallest possible rug she could get, even though it came in a bigger size. But you can get that and see if the colors are true to form because it's hard to figure out color online. So she got the little rugs. She saw if she ordered three different ones. She found the one that she liked. She ordered the larger one and returned all three. That's smart. Yeah, I thought that was a great idea. It is. Very smart. Well... I think we're almost out of time. I, I think, think we've. <laughs> I'm getting a hairy visitor. Oh, so the last time we did a podcast, um, who was there? What was her name? Sophie. Lo- Sophie. Poor Sophie has gone to doggy heaven. Yes. So, but she did make her mark on the last podcast. Yes. So I think. Um, well, to, to summarize what we've been talking about, Jim, we're going to say what we say all the time. Who cares what's in and out? You decide to put in your home what you want to. It's your home. No, Nobody's going to come into your home and say, hey, why do you have that? That's not in style. It's your house. Do whatever you want. Do what makes you feel good when it comes to design. Exactly. So while we're talking about feel good, I've got to talk about Thermador. They're luxury appliances. They have two customized collections to suit your style. The masterpiece and professional collections tell two distinct design stories while providing every necessary ingredient required to personalize your home. Experience unparalleled innovation and performance across cooling, cooking, and dish care. Now featuring smart kitchen appliances enabled with Home Connect. We now have a little some little doggy in the peanut gallery to learn <laughs> what home connect is all about you can go to thermador.com or you can visit your local showroom where you can see touch and learn more about the thermador appliances well i know it's time to go when the dog starts barking right he was just agreeing with the thermador commercial oh good good <laughs> <laughs> uh, so jim 
Thank you so much for, oh, you know, the beginning of your new year, starting out with us. And I appreciate your input as we always have so much fun doing this. Do. So I will schedule another one so we can talk about lighting. I believe, are you going to the, uh, the market? I was, in, I was supposed to go to the market. I actually refused because I was there so many, I did so much traveling. I'm going to wait until maybe the summer show. Oh, good or idea. I may go, or I may, yeah, there's, I just don't feel like traveling right now. I did so much of it in 2021. So what's really neat is I can do some of the virtual tours. So, yeah. Yes. Well, have fun Thank on you. your virtual tour. Thank you again. Thanks I hope everybody me. enjoyed today's show. And please subscribe on the platform that you're using to listen to these podcasts. Don't forget to share them with your friends. If you don't share them, then I don't get more listeners. And podcasters love listeners and we love subscriptions. That, that really helps. Also, I do enjoy educating the public. And I know Jim does too. And every one of my guests really enjoy doing what we do. So if you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions for myself or for Jim about what we talked about, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. In the meantime, I want you all to stay safe. Continue wearing a mask if you have to. And if you don't want to, hey, I can't force you to. Have a great day and enjoy the year. <laughs>